Scrooge Family Ghosts by Todd Puccio, version November 2022, Chapter 3, Part 4. That next Christmas day, Dick and Fred hosted dinner as usual. Ma Fezziwig brought with her Jenny, Jenny's mother, and her two unmarried sisters. Jenny's oldest aunt, Belle, her husband, and the two children that still live with them also came. Belle's oldest son and daughter were at their own homes with their children. The Fezziwig group brought most of the food from their homes, while Dick and Fred and their maid were happy to serve as host and game masters to the group. After dinner and a few games, Ma Fezziwig began to weep for missing Pa. Belle and Jenny's mother took to playing Fan's old spinneret and singing some tunes to cheer the room. When they had worn themselves out, Ma asked Freddy to tell them a story. She asked him if he had seen any ghosts this year. Although he had seen the ghost of Pa last night, he decided to refrain from telling that tale. Fred did go forth and tell an amusing anecdote about some small adventure that he had with his Uncle Ebenezer at the exchange a few months prior. Apparently, Uncle Scrooge used Freddy to create a diversion and edged out another man from his place in a line. When the man noticed the trick, he took the chastising Ebenezer. Fred then relayed the verbal exchange of wit to his audience with vivid detail. It was clear that Ebenezer's superior wit and tongue had the better of his opponent. Although they did not approve of Freddy's part in this mischief, they laughed heartily at the reported repartee. Belle laughed the hardest. Oh, that Ebenezer! He is such a master of the joke and the quip. He hasn't changed a bit, I am sure. He could face a fearsome specter with his crinkled sour face and make a cutting quip right to its face. Fred, a little surprised, turned to Belle and asked her, You knew my uncle? Belle calmed her laugh then managed a more serious tone. Well, I should say so, Freddy. Once upon a time, we were engaged to be married. I'm sorry, I didn't know that. He turned to Belle's husband in embarrassment. Belle's husband patted his own knee as if it was a proxy for patting Fred's back from across the room. It's quite all right, boy. That was a long time ago, and I won the prize. No need to be embarrassed. Belle continued, When your grandfather died, your mother moved in with us. We three shared a room for several years. Myself, Jenny's mother, Elizabeth, and Fan. Your uncle bunked with your father at the warehouse, as they were apprenticed there anyway. They were such good friends. They were two of a kind, both without parents, and both, in a way, adopted by Ma and Pa. She looked up at Dick and giggled. <laughs> they were both a bit mischievous, in a fun sort of way. But Ebenezer was the greater of the wit, and the better talker. I supposed that is why I liked him. When Pa started to allow us to visit him at the warehouse, your father and Ebenezer were a natural pair with your mother and myself. Liz was still a bit too young. Those bright lads would often accompany the family to church and sit with us in the Fezziwig pew. 
Bell looked up wistfully, then spoke again. After some time, Dick and Ebenezer were allowed to escort us home after church, which means they could take the long way home through the park, where we would picnic and talk and laugh. Your father fell so in love with your mother that he married her as soon as he was able to get a stable situation and save some money. Ebenezer, though, she looked down and then at her husband. Ebenezer's affections for me waned when he got into his new situation. He took up with that Jacob Marley and started the accounting house business. He was completely obsessed with gathering money for security in life, that he forgot about living it. He no longer sought to spend time with me like he used to. Belle looked down again. And then your mother died. This took hold of his mind entirely. He thought if he could work hard enough and save enough money at any cost that he could push away any pain and suffering in his life. And that included me and Dick and everyone he knew. I was still wearing my mourning dresses in memorial of your mother when I released him from his promise and let him be about his own way of living. Fred interrupted. You released him while everyone was still mourning my mother? Poor Uncle Scrooge. Bell continued. Quite right, Freddy. It was a sad and difficult time for all of us. But please remember that your uncle had already estranged himself from our company instead of turning to us for comfort and solace. It was what he wanted. If not in word, it was in his deeds. Blessings would have it that I was shortly found introduced to this lovely man, and we have had many happy years and many children together. Dick took the opportunity for this happy break in the mood. A toast, then, to the Fezziwig family by blood. Then looking at his son, Freddy, and Belle's husband, and to those that have been added into it, many blessings and happy returns. All in the room raised their glasses and repeated, Many blessings and happy returns! <laughs>